Albert Einstein once said, time is the stuff that life is made out of. How you spend your time is how you spend your life. The moments of decision is what shapes our destiny. So if you, what, what subject could be more valuable than understanding the value of our time and understanding how time works and what we can do to maximize, to get the most out of the short time that we have here. Today, I'm gonna to be sharing with you six shocking facts about your time that will surprise you. And, but before we do that, my name is Enoch Leffingwell and here at the Army of Youth, we help young people to identify their unique talents and to dedicate them to the Lord's service. If this is something that interests you, I encourage you, subscribe, follow us so that you get more messages helping you to identify your talents, dedicate your talents, and develop your talents for the Lord's service. So today we're gonna to be looking at this thing called time. You see, the very first of the shocking facts we wanna share is that, did you know that time is actually one of the universal talents that is spoken of in Matthew 25? Often I get asked by people, um, what is my unique talent or what, what talents do I have? I don't know my gifts. I don't know what I have to offer. I don't know, like, what has God given me? Did you know that time is a talent? There's actually six universal talents, but we're not going to go into those now. We've covered that in previous uh, recordings, and if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe so you can get messages like this. But uh, time is a universal talent. Time is a gift from God that it is given to us so that we can improve for His glory. The question is, how are we using our time? And what does it look like to be a good steward of our time since this time is, is truly a gift? In fact, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 16, the Bible says, A man's gift maketh room for him, and he bringeth him before great men. So how you spend your time, your ability to maximize your time and to be intentional with your time and to use it to the best advantage will make or break or determine your life's work. How you spend your time today will make up the rest of your life of the opportunities you have or you don't have. The value that you can provide will be in proportion to your ability to use this talent, this gift from God to the best ability that you can. So that's why this video is so important as we go through what are these shocking facts about time. So number one, that time is actually a universal talent given to us by God and expected to be improved on. And I would encourage you to go back to Matthew 25 and read the entire chapter about the parable of the talents of time. I mean the parables and the 10 talents and it could really, you'll see it in a whole new light. So the second shocking fact, what we're going to be looking at, a lot of times we're dealing with times, one of the first things we hear is, I just don't have enough time. Do you feel like you have way more to do than you have enough time? You feel that it seems like you're so busy all the time and you wonder, am I really getting ahead? When new opportunities come or new people give you opportunity to get involved or do something or you want to take on this new endeavor and you're like, oh, but where am I going to find the time? How am I going to be able to incorporate this in what we're already doing? It's like, oh man, I just don't have enough time. Well, in all reality, the truth is that you have time for what you make time for. When people are saying that I don't have time, they're really saying I don't have priorities because what we value, we tend to find time for. In fact, 
Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19 puts it this way. God has created you as a free moral agent. That means you have this free will for you to choose how you will prioritize your time. In fact, Deuteronomy says, I lay before you blessing and cursing, life and death. Choose life. So the choice is yours. God doesn't take it away from you. You are in control of how you spend much of your time. There may be some things that are a little out of your control, but what are you doing with that which you do control? That's the real question. So you have time for what you make time for. I would encourage you, and I, I've done this in, in, um, in my life as well as in our ministry, a phrase, a forbidden phrase that we don't use here is, I don't have time for blank. Because in reality, we, ha we have time for what we make time for. What we say instead is, I have not prioritized my time for blank. Or I have not made that a priority yet. When we take ownership of our time, it transforms the way that we're able to show up for the world, for the cause of God, for the marketplace, and to our family. When you take in consideration, you have time for what you make time for. So that is shocking fact number two. Number three, the, um, there is this, this famous idea that time is money. And what I would submit to you is that, that uh, the truth is time does not equal money. Time is the scarcest resource that we have. Money comes and goes. You can earn money and spend it and gather it back again. Time lost and squandered can never be gathered again. Time is something that has been given to everyone equally, and we all have 24 hours in the day. How are we spending our time? It is, time is not the same as money. It's not of the same value. Time is more valuable than money. In fact, uh, when you look at life being the stuff that time is made out of, when you understand this concept, it really opens up a world of understanding. First Peter chapter 1, and verse 18 and 19, the Word of God says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold for your vain conversation received by the tradition of your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. So Christ, when he died on the cross, when he was treated as you deserve so that you could be treated as he deserved, he purchased not only your life, but the stuff that life is made out of, your time. Your time is beyond computation. The value of your time is the infinite price of Calvary. That time is far more valuable than money. Money can come and go. Time loss can never be gathered again. So this is something that we want to keep in mind. When we understand, and, and I ask you, how valuable is your time? Do you really look at that as such? A lot of times, uh, people I surround myself with, when we value time more than we value money, then we'll find ourselves, like I have found myself in my early experience, is I would spend 10 hours to save $30. And I'd say, figure like, well, why would I spend $30 if I could spend 10 hours and do it myself? You know, the whole DIY culture, do it yourself. All of this is like, well, let me let me try to save as much time as I can and I mean and save as much money as I can and spend as much time. And when we realize this paradigm shift that time is not money and 
time is more valuable than money, then it starts to shift your priorities and it helps you to make better decisions that give you liberty and freedom to prioritize better what you could do with your time so you can increase this talent and do more for the cause of God, for your, your life, for Christ, for your family, and you'll be able to have more to give when you prioritize correctly your time. So that's shocking. Fact number three, time does not equal money, contrary to popular belief. Tip uh, number four is, is this concept where in Matthew 25, verse 27, there is this one man who was given one talent. Some had 10, some had five, but this one who gave got one, he buried it in the earth. And when the Lord came and he didn't improve it, it says, thou wicked and slothful servant. And he's like, you knew I was going to come back. What you should have done with my talent is put it forth to the exchangers and brought increase. So what God wanted us to do is invest. Uh, and this is the difference between spending time versus investing time. Now, the wicked servant, he buried his time in the earth and he just put it in there and lost it. The, the righteous, the faithful, the gospel soldiers who stood firm in the day of battle, they took their time. And the, him that was given five, got back five more. Him that was given 10, got back, invested it and got 10 more. So the question is, are you investing your time? See, uh, followers, they spend time. Leaders, they invest time. Owner, uh, employees, the employee mindset will spend time, but owners, those who take ownership of their life, they invest their time strategically in things that will gather and increase a return on investment of time, of, of an ROT, in return on investment of time. And this is, uh, this is a difference for many people. So one way that this could look like is look at Jesus. Jesus spent 80% of his time with the 20% that would have the greatest leadership potential. It's the law of the inner circle. He surrounded himself with 12 disciples and he spent a lot more time with those 12 than he did anyone else. Yet he still had a faithful regard for the one soul audience and he had those personal interviews, but he spent a disproportionate amount of time with a few people who were ripe, ready, willing, raising their hands saying, here I am, Lord, send me. I am ready to call and answer the call to service, the call to contribution. And he prioritized more time with those few than he did the great multitudes. So it's how we are spending our time. Are we doing it strategically? Because you are going to be an average of the top five voices that you hear the most. You're going to adjust your beliefs with them. You're going to adjust your values. Your priorities will be similar. Your word, your verb verbiage is going to be very similar with the people you spend the most time with. So I encourage you to be intentional with the time that you have and seek to invest your time. Are you investing it in new learnings so that you can grow and develop these gifts that make room for you? Are you spending your time investing it in God's word? Are you investing your time, your treasures in heaven by dedicating your talents to Christ's service and giving yourself to the cause of God? For whatever that may look like, it takes time to develop relationships. You see, friendship requires frequency. So who are you frequently spending time with? A relationship with God requires frequency. 
time together as, as I'm spending this with you because I deeply care about you. This requires me to be frequent, to invest my time in speaking to you so that I can share with you something that has been so profound and helpful in my life because I love you and I want to see you to succeed in living your calling and being all that you can for Christ. But a foundational understanding is first, we have to understand the value of our time. Are we being strategic in how we're investing our time? Or are we just unintentionally consuming social media and just and going on whatever catches our attention? Are you committing to are you willing to commit to investing your time in understanding the value of time and how to use this at to its best ability? If so, then I encourage you to subscribe to the Army of Youth, because we've got more recordings that help you to maximize not just this talent, but develop other talents as well. So number four is this difference between in spending time versus investing time. We want to invest time as gospel soldiers. Now, number five, the fifth thing is this concept that I really like in um, John chapter six, Jesus, he fed the 5,000 with just two, uh, two fish and five loaves of bread. And after feeding and doing this miracle, he said this phrase that was really eye-opening in verse 12. He said, gather up the fragments, let nothing be lost. And you'd be like, Lord, you just fed 5,000 people with just seven pieces of food. There's no fragments, right? Like, I don't have uh, enough afterwards. But when they gathered them all together, they had 12 lo- baskets full why because we add and god multiplies the five here is to gather the fragments of your time when you start gathering the fragments you will find an abundance of time to do the things that god has called you to do and that you will have an enormous amount of time to spend on what you prioritize and what you make time for most Luke 16, 10 is my favorite verse in all the Bible. And it says, He that is faithful in that which is least will be faithful also in much. But he that is unfaithful in that which is least will be unfaithful also in much. So if we're not faithful with the little moments, that, uh, the, little, the fragments of time, how are we going to be faithful if we got a whole day or a whole, or a whole year or or a whole month to focus and do something. A lot of people feel like, I need to quit my job so I can do full-time ministry, or I'm not going to do anything for God, and I'm going to continue to do everything just for myself and let my talents rot in the earth. And they think that there's no middle ground. But the truth be told, if if every moment were rightly valued and employed, you would have all the time in the world for yourself, for the cause of God, for your family, for the marketplace, you would be able to find the time. You'd have an abundance of time if if you only valued the golden moments and gathered up the fragments and used them intentionally with your time. The question that concerns us most is not how much time do you have, but what are you doing with that which you have? This is what should, that should be on our mind the most in Proverbs chapter uh, 2215, the Bible says that a diligent, uh, seest thou a man that's diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings, he shall not stand before average men. So it's being diligent with our time, valuing that time, persevering through obstacles that will help you to, as your gifts make room for you and bring you before great men, that you will have a greater influence, a greater impact for the cause of Christ as you value the time that God has given to you. So that is 
Number five is gathering of fragments. This is a secret of having an abundance is being very, very faithful with that which is least. Because just like pennies make dollars, and when we waste pennies, we, they add up to dollars. So minutes equal hours, and hours equal days, and days equal weeks, and weeks equal months, and months equal years. And it's just only the minutes. Let the moments be, be valued, and you can make a profound impact in the course of a year. So gather up the fragments of time. Number six, this is something that when I heard it in a song, it spoke to me and I, I instantly understood the truth behind this and it, and it really stood out to me. I never forgot it. But number six is my favorite and it says that time squandered is the squandering of Christ's own blood. Let that sink in. When we squander time, we are squandering the blood of Christ Jesus himself who died on the cross for your sins so that he can purchase and redeem your, your life and your time that life is made out of. That God purchased you, as 2 Corinthians 6.17 says, what, know you not that you are bought with a price? That you're, you are not your own? There, you are purchased by creation and by redemption. Your time belongs to God. 100% of your time belongs to God. So whatsoever you do, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do, you could do all to the glory of God. Are you investing your time in heaven? Are you redeeming the time? As Ephesians 5.16 says, or are you squandering that time? Because when we squander the time that we have, then we are actually, we are disregarding and setting aside the cross of Christ and what Jesus has done for us and how much he wants to spend with you. And I want you to really consider this, friends. Eternity is a very long time. Eternity is long. What are we going to do in this eternity? Did you know that how you spend your time right now on earth will impact and determine what you do or don't do for eternity? Did you know your decisions in the moment of decision is when your destiny is shaped. Your eternal life is impacted. So I ask you friends, what are you prioritizing your time for today? Are you storing your treasures of, of, by investing your time? And are you investing in the banks, the treasuries of heaven? Or are you burying your time in the earth, allowing yourself to get caught up with the cares of this world? The value of time is beyond computation. You can't put a price to it. You can't put a number to it because it was purchased by the very precious blood of Christ. God exhausted all heaven's resources in giving us his son. God gave everything for you. What are you willing to give for him? Are you willing to give your time for him? Are you willing to give your life for him? Are you willing to dedicate your talents to Christ's service? This is what God is looking for. And he's he is looking for willing soldiers who are willing to enlist and say, Lord, here I am, send me. And I'll give you a hint. Did you know that you can make eternal life longer? Did you know that eternal life can be extended for you and for me? You might ask, how do you make eternal life longer, Enoch? And the answer is in John 17, 3. Jesus said, this is eternal life that we might know him, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. The way that you can make eternal life longer is to start 
now. Start now. You can have eternal life today when you accept Christ into your life. When you recognize, Lord, I have not been a faithful steward of my time. I recognize that you have purchased me with the infinite blood of Calvary. And I want to accept you into my life. I want to dedicate my talents to you. I want to do all to to your glory. I want to improve this precious talent. I want to invest it in the treasuries of heaven. And I want to be faithful. I want to prioritize my time for what you prioritize in life. And you can, you can start now by investing in your relationship with Christ and in the cause of Christ. This is the best decision I ever made in my life is dedicating my life to Christ's service. And today I invite you, my friend, I invite you to give so too. If you are wanting to dedicate your life to Christ, I encourage you to comment below. Here I am, Lord. Send me. I am ready to give my hearts to Christ. And if you if you thought that this video was a blessing, then I encourage you to share this with someone else. Who do you know that could benefit from a message like this? To see these six shocking facts about your time that can surprise you. And if you have a desire to improve your time and to use it to the best of your ability, we actually put together this very special book is called Live Your Calling Daily Account Book, where you're able to take accounts, you're able to gather up the fragments of time, you're able to be intentional with the time that you have, to be a good steward of your time. This is a daily planner. This is a time to reflect upon God and how you've spent your days and how your relationship is going with God. This is not only for your spiritual development, but it's for your personal development. It's for your, per your professional development. This could help you in all seven areas of your life as it has helped me and many of our students from around the world. And I want to get this into your hands. If you're interested in having to live your calling and to have a system of biblical principles that you could apply to your daily lives, then I encourage you to go over to thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book. That's, again, all you have to go to is visit the website, thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book, and you can get your copy of the Live Your Calling daily account book. And my friends, my wish for you is that you can live your calling, that you can be all that you can be for Christ, and that through the right, proper use of your time, there is no limit to what you can do in Christ's service. But remember, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called.